having a husband as a business owner, it's literally all we do. And <laughs> it's all we think about. And um, whereas before, when we weren't owning the gym, I mean, I cared about it. I really cared about it. Um, but I wasn't nearly as involved. And then when we owned it and I was still training, knowing what Dustin was doing um, every day, like just so I could do my thing and what my coaches were doing every day, just so I could do my thing and what my comp- my community was doing um, in support of me. Like we talked about being selfish, like, oh man, you know, that just, it blows my mind. Um, and so, yeah, I'm heavily invested and I want things to just be done really well. And I want the quality of life of everyone to improve and it's my responsibility to do that and program and coach and lead my coaches to to make that happen so there's a lot of work this is episode number 87 with stacy tovar welcome to pursuing health i'm julie fouché family medicine resident and former crossfit games athlete Here, I bring to you information and inspiration from experts and everyday individuals for how to use lifestyle to maximize health. Thank you so much for joining me. Now let's get started with this week's episode. Hey guys, welcome back to Pursuing Health. I just got back from the CrossFit Games Central Regional and it was a pretty amazing weekend. I spent most of my time spectating and cheering on my sister and her team and then also rooting for so many people out on that floor. And I have to say, being a spectator is not easy. (laughs) The suspense at the end was so hard to take, but I'm beyond excited for people like Jen Smith going back to the CrossFit Games after missing it for a couple of years, as well as Scott and Saxon Panchik sneaking into those last two qualifying spots at the very last minute. And then finally, it was absolutely incredible to hear that Becca Voigt has qualified for her 10th CrossFit Games over in the West, an absolute legend in our sport. And speaking of legends, that brings me to today's episode because I also had the opportunity to catch up with another CrossFit legend at the Central Regional in Nashville, Tennessee named Stacey Tovar. A little bit about Stacy, if you're not familiar with her. She herself is an eight-time individual CrossFit Games competitor. And last year, she very eloquently left her shoes on the floor in an amazing moment and stepped away from competition at the 2017 CrossFit Games. Now she's enjoying the next phase of her career, and she's shifted her focus to owning and running her affiliate, CrossFit Omaha. She's also actively working to improve corporate wellness in the Omaha area, and she's a fitness expert for the Omaha World Herald's health and fitness website, Live Well Nebraska. Stacy is a formal collegiate volleyball player, and she was introduced across it by her now husband in 2008. By 2009, she was competing in her very first CrossFit Games and making some huge lifestyle changes to support her goal of becoming the fittest on earth. At this year's Central Regional, Stacy has traded her spot on the competition floor for a coach's pass, leading individual athlete Josiah Nag and Team CrossFit Omaha to a great weekend. We got to sit down and chat about everything from her decision to decline her regional invite, what it was like testing some of the open and regional workouts, why she thinks being an affiliate owner is harder than she could have ever imagined, and a habit that she used to have that she's never talked about before. This one will surprise you. 
A few quick reminders before we get started. First, this episode is brought to you by Beyond the Whiteboard, the best workout tracking in the biz and one I've been using since 2009. They've been producing the podcast since the beginning, and you can learn more about them at btwb.com. If you're enjoying the podcast, please head over to iTunes to subscribe and consider giving it a rating. I'm also always looking for inspiring stories to share. So if you or someone you know has used lifestyle to overcome a serious health challenge, please send your story to me at info at juliefouché.com and I'll select some to share here on future episodes. Finally, please remember that although I am now officially a doctor, this podcast is meant to share the experiences of individuals and does not provide medical advice. So here we go. Let's get started with episode number 87 of Pursuing Health featuring Stacey Tovar. Well, welcome to Pursuing Health. I'm so excited to be here with Stacey Tovar. And we are here at the Central Regional of all places, which is crazy because this is the first regional in nine years that you have not been on that competition floor. And how this do you is, feel? This is true. And thanks again so much for having me. <laughs> um, I I feel a bit weird not being <laughs> out there. Um, actually, I could have gone. I, I was okay with not being out there for event one. I was yeah. like, yeah, this is all good. <laughs> I'm perfect. You know, right. but every event after that, I've had that little itch. Um, right. And it's a little bit different. Um, but I'm at peace and I'm... I'm okay with it at the end of the day. Like I made the right decision Mm -hmm. and yeah, life goes on. That's awesome. It's good to hear you say that and be smiling and be having a good time here. And you were mentioning earlier that not only are you not, you know, doing the events out there, but you have had to test a lot of these events. (laughs) And so what is that like knowing exactly how they feel? (laughs) They're not easy. (laughs) They're not easy. And I actually tested them as if I was doing the regional. um, So in the same order, in the same order to a day, a little bit of rest between. Mm -hmm. Um, I actually even got to go back to my hotel and kick my feet up. Like, so it was legit. I had judges on me, um, the whole gambit. So it was honestly like, I feel like Dave really sought out my feedback, which was so cool. Mm -hmm. Um, and I was honored Mm -hmm. and we had made, I'd actually tested Diane multiple times just to find the right weight for the females. Mm -hmm. Um, and so there's a lot of thought process that goes into it, which is refreshing and, Mm -hmm. and really cool to see. And, and that was, that was a really awesome experience. So if he asks me to do any more, um, yeah, I think I'll partake. Definitely. And it's cool. It's, I mean, it's a great opportunity for them too, to have someone of your caliber who's making the decision to say, Hey, I'm not competing. Yeah. Um, and, and I did have to make that decision. Yeah. I did before the open had even started. Oh, okay. Um, so yeah. I was wondering because yes. I know we had talked at the, um, Reebok summit in the Bahamas yes. and I remember you saying, you know, Oh, I'm not going to make it to regionals. I'm like, Stacey, you're going to make it. You're going to have to make that decision whether or not to go. And of course you did. But it was kind of an easy decision. And at that time I really didn't know, um, if I was going to be pregnant, I didn't know if I was going to be, you know, able to go through the open. Yeah. Um, and so I was, I was planning on participating in the open and I was dead serious. I was like, there is no way, yeah. like, there's no way the, the floor <laughs> is just that. I mean, the field is just that good now. And you girls were so funny. And here I am. Here you are. One hour a day with my CrossFit Omaha family. And I qualified, snuck in there. It's amazing that all the fitness that you build up over years and years. And then 
knowing how to get in that zone of competing when the open comes to it. So don't think it ever leaves you. But at the same time, it left me scratching my head like, okay, maybe I should have just trained once a day, (laughs) you know, one hour a day and see what would have happened. But um, so then it was between the Bahamas and then the open that I was asked to, to go ahead and and test the open workout. So okay. at that point I had to make that decision. And then after that, it was just like, well, whatever goes, goes. And so maybe it was a good thing. Cause I would have been a little bit more nervous, maybe had a little bit more pressure on myself just right. to kind of like get there. But yeah, I was just kind of going with the flow. Whatever happened, happened. That's good. That's good. Um, and what was it like you posted on your Instagram, you actually declining the invite. And I want, I have to know what that moment was like. Cause it looked that was you were pretty um, I was I was Mm -hmm. and it was really I had just I had just accepted every Mm -hmm. year and so like to actually decline and go through that whole process was a little bit yeah emotional um and it left it left me heavy that day but again um I made the right decision so yeah and then how about I mean I know you're coaching a team and individual athlete here but you know your team qualified so theoretically you could have also competed as a member on on your team team. so there's so many different ways to be involved as in regionals as we're finding out I know I know yes I did qualify a team as well as an individual which is amazing and And, you know to have the depth that you know you could even pull your score out and you're still able to we did we could have pulled out me and Josiah's and our team still would have qualified we would have snuck in it would have been difficult but we would have Mm -hmm. and um yeah you know We've been in CrossFit Omaha has been open for 10 years, so Mm -hmm. we've got a lot of strength. We have so much tradition and everyone takes so much pride in that. Mm -hmm. And when you've got people who have been around for nine, 10 years, like myself, like then they have those skills. um, And it's just easy to kind of just build off of that. Mm -hmm. So we're lucky in that sense that we were able to qualify a team. And I, yes, I could have participated, but (laughs) um, I think, and I don't want to sound like, don't take this the wrong way, mm-hmm. but like once you've been at that elite level, mm-hmm. I just, I'm not sure that anything will ever compare. That's why everyone keeps asking me like, well, why don't you do masters? Why don't right. you do team? And I'm just like, Oh, I don't know if it's me. Yeah. Although I, I would, I mean, it sounds fun mm-hmm. and I know it would be so much fun mm-hmm. and a lot of, and you know, a lot of training and that'd be mm-hmm. no problem, you know, but, um, and something about that experience me. and not wanting to, you know, ruin it or take anything away from yeah. your experience over the last yes nine years. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And I left with so many great memories mm-hmm. and, and, you know, yeah. Putting my shoes up and having the crowd stand on their feet. Like I will never forget that moment. That was amazing. Yeah. So there, I was so I I could ever go back. glad I got to see that in person. It was just such oh, a powerful Jules. moment. Thanks. Like, like, there I is have something that thing in my throat every time I start oh, talking yeah. about it. I'm probably getting red too. Yeah. It's okay. It literally I have fires the same thing up. whenever someone comes up and tells me, oh, I was there when you had your boot and yes. did the handstand. It's the same thing. It's like, I was in the lane next feel, to you. Yeah. It's feeling <laughs> the entire community and like yeah. you can literally feel everyone's emotion and yeah. everyone's support. And it's like, there is nothing better in yeah. like no other sport. Can yeah. you get that kind of yeah. a relationship with your fans it's totally just, it's insane and it was so relatable like yeah. everyone has ha- suffered I feel like whether it was playing sports growing up or whether they're doing CrossFit yeah. you know they've had a step back we right. can all can relate in that way how is your calf by the way it's great yeah that's awesome I have no problems with it now yeah that's cool um so what it was a road a, that was yeah it was yeah. A, a pretty long recovery but it really wasn't I mean I didn't have 
I was actually transitioning kind of times between schools, so I didn't have a lot. It didn't slow me down too much in life. That's I could good. focus on rehab, and then I had my wedding was coming up, so that was kind of my goal that I was rehabbing yeah. for so that I could walk <laughs> down the aisle and dance and do all those things. So And you did. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah, so it's good. That's good. Um, talk a little bit more. So there, there's very few athletes so far in CrossFit that have intentionally made the decision to stop competing at a high level. Um, yourself being one. Christy Adkins is another one that comes to the top of my mind, but it takes a lot of thought and to then have to go through the process of decline, you know, still qualifying and declining, making those decisions. So what helped you get to the point where you were comfortable saying, you know what, this is it. I'm, you know, I'm happy with my career. I'm ready to move on. And I have these other things that I want to do. There was a few things. Um, So we had bought CrossFit Omaha in January of 2016. Mm -hmm. So we were about two years into owning that. And I, Dustin literally like, oh my gosh, husbands are amazing. And he (laughs) literally was, (laughs) I don't know. I don't know. But I don't know how he was doing it by himself before because I literally would, you know, get up whenever I needed to get up, Mm -hmm. eat breakfast, do my thing, train, get some rehab done, train again, Mm -hmm. go get some rehab done and call it a day. Yeah. And he never, like, now that I know all those emails that he gets, like, he never came to me with a question. He never was like, oh, we've got this going on. Like, he kept all of that to himself to not stress me out. Doesn't that kind of, it kind of makes me upset. My husband used to say that too. Like, oh, I didn't want to tell you because I didn't want you to be stressed or, you know, I didn't want you to get worked up. And I'm like, I can handle it. it. (laughs) You can tell me. Exactly. Okay. So we can relate though. Yeah. So he was doing this for two years and I find, yeah. So that in itself, like when he finally told me after I had told him I was like babe so there's a no, there's a number of things and yeah. when he finally told me you know I'm I'm really happy like I can't wait to actually like run a business with you yeah. I was just like oh well. geez <laughs> like you know okay I'm making the right decision so that's that's the first thing um I'm tired yeah I was tired mentally physically um I, I was really wasn't seeing any more PRs mm-hmm. and and I wanted to start a family. Mm -hmm. Um, And so those four things amongst a lot of other things, um, it just was the right timing. Mm -hmm. And I feel like every female athlete, if they want to do the same thing, um, they have to think longevity and they have to think about life after the sport. Mm -hmm. And I had already set myself up for a lot of success. Um, We had a couple people. I mean, a lot of, a lot of people know of CrossFit Omaha and, Mm -hmm. Although Omaha is very small, it's very big. (laughs) And um, so we've had some corporate people knocking on our door. And I just kind of knew like, hey, we got to make moves now. Mm -hmm. And in order for us to do that, Mm -hmm. I've got to give something up Mm -hmm. um, and be a part of the business in that regard. Um, And so that, yeah. That's exciting to have have those opportunities and those things to look, to already know kind of what your next steps are going to be. Right. Yeah. And it took my mind off of giving it up. Which was probably a really good thing. For sure. For sure. I think staying busy is one of the most important things. Which you definitely (laughs) are. (laughs) Yeah. I think that that's what helped people were always like, oh, wasn't it so hard for you? And I I always knew that that was going to be my last season because I had to go back to school. And so I didn't really have a choice. And then, you know, I was so busy. I didn't really have time to think about it. Like I had my moments where I got upset and was sad, but, you know, you just got to keep moving. Yeah. <laughs> and there's and you, so much to do. And I'm sure you have a lot of people in your corner too. Like I had a whole community of people oh, yeah. that were just like in so support, so supportive, had been there since the very beginning of this all. And mm-hmm. were just like, they got it. And yeah. they were just so like, 
it was like That's so you're going out on the best note ever you That's know so, so yeah it was easy to take my mind yeah. off of things what have been some of the best things about being quote-unquote retired like what are Gosh, the things maybe like guilty pleasures or, okay. when I want a glass of wine <laughs> yes. and not having to stress about like how it's going to make me feel tomorrow or yes. what all my other competitors are doing that's been really fun um doing class mm. like actually being able to participate in group class mm-hmm. and having fun with my people yep. and not having to worry about you know hitting a number or Let's right. try and PRing today or whatever. Like, or did I do the exact perfect warm up, or right. can I just, you know, <laughs> do the warm up with the class and go? Yes. yes. Yeah, that's been another great part. Seeing my family mm-hmm. a lot more, um, and just having weekends like, well, whatever I want to do. Yeah. I don't feel like training on Sunday. I don't have to train on Sunday. Yeah. I can just enjoy. That's so great. that's been awesome. I think we've talked to before maybe about just how nice it is to feel like you don't have to be so selfish anymore. Yeah. Like you mentioned earlier, just how you have to be so in your zone and you need to get your sleep and you need to get your rehab and your training. And it's so important. You have to, if you want to put everything into it to see the results, you have to do those things. But at times, like I know I felt like, gosh, I feel like I'm not doing anything besides caring about myself. (laughs) Yes, you're exactly right. And it's really nice and refreshing to be like, it's okay. Like if I don't eat perfectly or I don't sleep, but I get to like hang out with my friends later or do this. It's really refreshing. Yeah, it is. You definitely, you have to be selfish when you're, when you're training Mm -hmm. at that level or any level, I guess. So yeah. Yeah. Would agree. Aside from the shoe memory and your last event, what are your top, top favorite moments from competing or maybe just a couple okay I have a few okay um 2011 I think oh no um 2012 when it was the whip all three of the girls events at the very end oh like being out on that floor in those final events and I did really well on all three of them so that was an awesome year Camp Pendleton. How can uh, we not forget about Camp Pendleton? And actually, yes. I will say the first time in the ocean in 2011, mm. I'll never forget those yeah. waves. And like, I was so clueless. It was just so crazy. <laughs> 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 so that was another moment. Yeah. Um, gosh, not qualifying in 2014 was probably the best thing that ever happened to me. Looking back. Uh, looking no. back. Yeah. yeah. Uh, 2015 was my best finish ever. Mm-hmm. So that was another one. Um, I would say opening my gym in 2016. That um, was huge. And then, yeah, 2017 was just a really good year because I knew the finish line was in sight. Mm-hmm. Um, and then. You feel like you enjoyed that year more, the training and the process? I did. And yeah. actually, it took volume back. Mm. And. Um, that was a good decision. Mm-hmm. That was a really good decision. Um, and I just was like, Hey, it is what it is. Like yeah. you either get me for what I have or you don't. So yeah. that was fun. <laughs> no pressure. And then 20. Yeah. Leaving my shoes on the floor was That's the awesome. ultimate moment. Perfect yeah. way to end it. Perfect way to end it. You're right. So now kind of moving into what you're up to now. Yeah. Um, you talked before about kind of the, the few things that pushed you in that direction to mm-hmm. want to, shift your priorities. Um, what are you spending most of your time on now? What are you most excited about? Oh man, I'm really excited to just kind of take CrossFit Omaha to the next level. Yeah. We're outgrowing our space, which is wow. really exciting. And um, is this the same space it's been in since We've it been started? in it for 10 years. Wow. Yeah. And, um, we actually, we, we've, we've bought some real estate, so Ooh. we've got that going on and just looking at the next, like, 
where can we take this thing to get where we want to go kind of thing and knowing that you're maxed out like literally every hour of the day is capped is just a really good feeling that's amazing um and then after that i want to we're starting these corporate wellness programs um with a few companies and one is i was called qli quality living incorporated and they um, are a post rehabilitation like facility and they work specifically with brain and spinal cord injuries so they want to get they they sought us out which is like super cool that's amazing um and they want to get their adaptive fitness program up and running with our help so we have a private seminar with kevin ogar coming up in june actually that we're gonna have yeah and so we're gonna work on site with them and we're gonna start really small Mm -hmm. um get a little bit taste of everything and Mm -hmm. i cannot wait to like change those people's lives at a really really difficult time in their life and just kind of see them transform and make it a happy time for them that's amazing so yeah that's one partnership um and then you know not the difficult thing is is like when you've had when you've had that location for 10 years is just trying to find the perfect spot right nothing's going to compare i know (laughs) right and then when we want to you know we want to have different areas within that facility where we can have mobility we can have like social hour we Mm -hmm. can have offices so we can have quiet time we can Mm -hmm. have the front desk and then we want to have multiple classes going on at once so we can maybe invite some more of those corporate people to have a class going on when it's convenient because as you know like every hour of the day well 7 a.m isn't available and then right then what well that's what it is right so we're going to have multiple things going on at once. Um, and eventually I want to just get more people off the couch mm-hmm. um, and kids in the door. Mm-hmm. And um, I'm, I love the nutrition part of things. And it's, that is actually what fires me up more mm-hmm. than knowing that I've got athletes here at regionals yeah. and just getting my hands on those type of people and, you know, being a part of their journey. Cause we all know that it's not going to happen overnight and it's right. definitely a journey to get where they want to be. And so that's it. That's amazing. Yeah. It's so amazing that you're able to reach so many different populations too. And yes. talking about kids and I mean, talking about kids, like I just the last couple of months I've been working in pediatrics yeah. and residency and gosh, like if we want to change our country, like kids are the way to do it yeah. and, and getting, getting into their lives early and helping yeah. them to learn, you know, how to move and how to eat and, what community is like. It's just right. so powerful. So yes. I love seeing yeah. CrossFit kids happening. So hopefully with a bigger facility, we can have a lot mm-hmm. more space and a lot more things going on at really awesome times that mm-hmm. works for a lot of people. And yeah, just make it even bigger, which is great. We've grown so much since Dustin and I have taken it over mm-hmm. two years ago that we're blessed. Like we just, we look back and I, you know, when you talk about how like, gosh, you know, how was I managing it all yes. when I was competing? It's yeah. like, how did we do that? Right. All? It's shocking. Like, it's like time fills up so quickly. It just flies by. It does. And you just make it work. It's right. like, you know, you work a 12 hour day. It's like, yeah, I worked a 12 hour day because it wasn't going to get done if I didn't. Right. So you just do what you got to do. Right. Yeah. It's, it's incredible. Yeah. It's really cool. Um, and you mentioned too, it seems like you have a great connection with Omaha and with the city. And I know you've been doing writing for a Omaha over a year, year. Yeah, 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 two years coming up. Yeah. Um, so tell me a little bit about that and like what's the goal and what kind of 
you know, people you're hoping to reach with the writing? Yeah. So basically it's whatever I want to talk about and what I'm feeling at that time, which is I feel important because then it just kind of rolls off my tongue naturally. Whereas if I need to pick from a topic and it's just not on my mind, then I have a little bit more harder time writing about it. Right. So it's really a blog I write every month. Um, And yeah, I'm working with the Omaha World Herald, which is a really large company in Omaha, really well known and established. And um, I write an article every month and they publish it and they help just spread the word mm-hmm. about health and quality of life and yeah, any way I can help. And it's great exposure, obviously, sure. for CrossFit Omaha, but um, I've had so many people just, you know, that was really, I, that connected with me. And, and if I get one person to mm-hmm. connect with one sentence or whatever, a paragraph that I, that made, that was all that matters. Like that article was totally worth writing and yeah. spending time on. So That's yeah, so just cool. outreaching a little bit more and any of my experience, I mean, as you know, you can just share that wealth that you've built for all these years. Um, right. and just hopefully it helps change more lives. Yeah. I read on your website. So I read your bio on okay. your website before this, because I wanted to just see what was on there. Oh gosh. And you mentioned that, you know, your goals when you were competing were really no different than they are now, but you're just using sort of different mediums to accomplish them. Yeah. Yeah. So can you talk more about that and kind of what your your goals and mission are and, yeah. and how you're carrying that out now? Yeah. So I feel like when you, obviously, when you're out on the competition floor and you get to the games or, you know, you're in, in the final heat or whatever mm-hmm. and you win an event, like the way that you carry yourself on the floor is a perfect example of, of who you might be um, and how you may interact with people. And I've always felt like I, I sometimes wish we would go back to the old way CrossFit was, you know, of cheering people on to the very end mm-hmm. or walking down the finish line with them as they make their way down the floor. If yeah. you perhaps finish before them. And I just feel like that is when you talk about Stacey Tovar, I hope that people say, that's exactly what Stacey Tovar would do. Um, And that's exactly what I do at CrossFit Omaha is Mm -hmm. I'm with each of my members every step of the way. And just being in the moment and being present and knowing that I care um, and I'm genuine Mm -hmm. and just whatever happens, like I am who I am and Mm -hmm. what you get is what you get. Mm -hmm. Um, And yeah, I mean, just leaving that legacy leaving that legacy is ultimately what I want um, everyone to remember me by. So I don't think that changes. Um, I feel like that's who I was on the floor and that's Mm -hmm. who I am. And that's always who I'm going to be. And just, yeah, helping, helping people, right. Making a difference. And I think you see that come through and even, you know, you can win all the medals and all the awards and, qualify to as many games as you want but at the end of the day it's true people are remembering you for who you are as a person your you know your personality your enthusiasm um yeah and and you know now being able to carry that legacy on in your gym and all the other lives you touch so yeah I feel like if you've got the passion it's just going to be a natural thing Mm -hmm. and yeah people are going to naturally gravitate towards that and Mm -hmm. love you for who you are yeah so wow um you mentioned earlier possibly being pregnant at this time so I have to ask you a little bit because I'm also which I'm not yeah which also (laughs) I'm not but we're we're getting to that time in our lives it's at least on the horizon and I'm just curious like you don't have to tell us all of your plans and what's going on but yeah you know where that falls in your head because I think we're in a similar situation where we both have a ton of things going on in our lives and our professional lives and um 
that's also something that's on our mind. And then I'm also thinking too, like, what are things that I want to do to prepare myself or make, you know, a, the best possible situation to be like growing a child <laughs> and raising a child. And what are the things uh, I need to do first before that I happens? don't think there's a right time. <laughs> there never I is really don't. Right time. And I think that's one of the stressors I have is just like, okay, well, first of all, okay, well, if I have this thing, um, then what am I getting? <laughs> yeah. It's going to be with me everywhere I go. <laughs> and then um, it's going to like limit me because, you know, all my time is going to have to go to that thing. And then <laughs> it's going to wake me up in the middle of the night. And it's, you know, this and that. But there really is never a good time. Right. And we've been practicing a lot. <laughs> and that's all you can do. Yeah. And you just have fun. Yeah. And whatever happens, happens. So every month is just a little bit of a surprise. Oh, that's a good strategy. And I just live life like yeah. as if it was normal thing. And, you know, um, it's in God's hands at that point. I love that. It's so, it's so true to just, you can try to, you know, break it down to a science, but you know, there's something about leaving that door open and just saying, you know, when the right time is, you know. Yeah. My doctor has always been so supportive of me. So Mm -hmm. I've been going to the same, um, physician since I basically started Mm -hmm. CrossFit. I had one transition in between there, but they actually happened to know each other, which was awesome. That's nice. And they've always been in total support of me. Mm -hmm. And they've always said, you're healthy as can be. So actually, this is funny story, but uh, (laughs) she was going to, she was going to like, Hey, at 35, like we need to, we need to call (laughs) it (laughs) (laughs) But then I I came this year and she was like, 33. She's like, okay. She's like, I was, I was really thinking we were going to have to have this talk sooner (laughs) or later. And I was like, I got you girl. And so, yeah, that was really cool and refreshing to hear, you know, like she's just like, I have no doubts that yeah, Mm -hmm. it's whenever God's ready. So that's been really fun. Yeah. It's been like literally like a surprise every month. (laughs) All right, here we go. And being open to it is a great thing instead of being like surprised and when you're not expecting it. Right. But I think, I think we're on the same wavelength when you talk about stress. Like I do, it's literally in the back of my mind. Mm -hmm. Um, and it's just going to be a part of, it's just going to be a part of your life. Yep. And you'll like anything when we, you know, maybe had a setback when we were training. Like I always think about how training prepared us for this moment. Mm-hmm. Um, you had a setback in training. Well, that's no different. Not to say that a child is going to be a setback, right. but you're prepared right. for the unexpected and the mm-hmm. unknown and you're ready you to figure it out. You're ready to figure it out. Yeah. You adapt. So that's sure. exciting. I know. Okay, we'll yeah. All be, we'll all be following it's along. It's exciting for you too. I know. That's what Brooke Wells is. I <laughs> ran into Brooke Wells and Jessica Griffith back there. And yeah. That's one of the second things they said to me. And I was <laughs> like, like, guys, come on. It's a lot of practice. <laughs> but you know, all the, everyone's got that question. As soon as you retire, it's like, okay. It's like after, you know, traditionally after getting married, everyone's like, okay, when are you having babies? Exactly. So it never yeah. stops. I will but tell you, my mom will be really excited. She's been waiting for over 10 years. Of so. course. Yeah. Because yeah. you guys exciting. have been married for 10 years. Yeah. yeah it'll be you, 11. Yeah. You were dating for like, you've known four, each other for 14. Wow, yeah. I know. Incredible. Really long time. Oh, half wow. of my life. More, well, a little <laughs> less than half, but yeah. Wow. I know. Okay. Hmm. So, okay. So I want to talk about training too, because okay. we kind of referenced this before, but how training is different now. And this is something I think for me has evolved a little bit every year since I've, you know, stopped competing, but how do you structure your training? How do you, what motivates you? Do you ever feel like, I feel like sometimes I feel like you know, I'm never going to be where I was. This thought that wants yeah. to creep me around. I'm never going to be exactly where I was. So it's hard to push myself as hard. or It's hard to realize the significance of 
you know, the daily training and workouts. Yeah. yeah. How are you dealing with that? So training is, it kind of was a little bit strange at first. Yeah. Um, going from all that volume to just kind of like one hour a day. Yeah. And when you're in charge of programming, it's like, well, I want to make it sure it's a good workout, right, you know, right. which I'm sure other people appreciate, but I've got to look out for my people. Right. Um, and so at first it was really weird. Mm-hmm. Um, but now when I don't feel like working out, I just say, hey, you're here, mm-hmm. you're doing it. I know that you may be just going through the motions, but at least you're actually like here and mm-hmm. you're doing something versus mm-hmm. skipping it for that day. Sure. Um, and it's kind of a bit of a relief to not have to go to that level every it single is, day, yeah. you know, um, right. people still expect it because mm-hmm. we use Wattify at the gym mm-hmm. and so they get to see the whiteboard and they're right. like, oh, come on. <laughs> like we, what were you doing today? Like, did you walk or something? I was like, well, I might have, you know, <laughs> like what's wrong and with not, that? And knowing that I can do that yeah. now is really awesome feeling. Yeah. And um, again, you're in it for the long haul, right? Yes. Like it, there is something to say for... Sometimes, some days, if you're not feeling it, like, yeah, you know, maybe it's not the best thing for you. Yeah. And I've totally listened to that a little Mm -hmm. bit more than in the past. Whereas I felt like when I was training, I had to make like 85% of my max Mm -hmm. or like if I didn't, it was like a bad day. And I would just try and attempt and attempt and attempt and Mm -hmm. attempt until I finally got it. And then once I got it, even though I could have broke myself, like trying to get it, um, I just was like, yep, okay, that's what I needed. And then I was done. Whereas I should have just like called it a day, maybe backed off 15, 20% and hit Mm -hmm. a really solid lift or something Mm -hmm. and had that confidence boost doing Mm -hmm. it that way. Uh, But it sure is like, it's a lot of fun. Mm -hmm. I just love being able to be in class and going through the whole warm up, And at the same time, I get to observe my coaches and kind of get the whole experience Mm -hmm. from a member's perspective and Mm -hmm. just make sure things are done right. And that I feel good. And I feel like as a business owner, that's really important to kind of know like, yeah, that warm up was good. I'll notate that. And I'll make sure that that warm ups included the next time we see snatches or Mm -hmm. whatever we happen to have in class. But at the same time, um, I know when to push and I know when to pull a little bit more. Um, and I feel like all the experience that I've had all these years training, like has actually helped program. Mm-hmm. Um, well, I know if we do heavy deadlifts, like the central nervous system is going to be fried. So we need right. to do a lot more rowing, maybe some biking and a few body weight movements for mm-hmm. the next workout that day. And mm-hmm. um, so training has actually been, I've been injury free. That's awesome. Um, feeling great. Mm-hmm. Um, and just having a really good time that's yeah. good three days on one day off two days on one day off. okay so. i was gonna ask if you have a specific day like number of days a week or a specific routine that yeah. you stick to but kind of setting that in your mind i think helps to just say this is it you know what i'm doing yeah no yeah. excuses yeah yeah that's great and i love that you do your own classes i think that's you know a mark of a great affiliate is when the yeah. affiliate owners and the coaches are taking the classes yeah yeah it's one thing that I'll make Josiah do mm-hmm. and even our teammates mm-hmm. um I'll make sure that I program now I have to be careful because obviously I'm programming for the best mm-hmm. and the rest has to scale yeah. um but at the same time even if that's not the case and you know it's just a body weight workout you, they should pick the intensity up while the others are just there to get fit and improve quality of life and have a great time and leave sweaty and happy and, you know, carefree and less stress. So yeah, there's a fine line, but, um, I, I will never, I, that's one thing that I miss so Mm -hmm. much when I was training by myself is I just wanted to be so bad in the class. And when you're following another pro, when you're following another program, it's kind of difficult to do that. So, right. I like, I think of it like you almost, 
the amount of effort that you have to put in psychologically is like 50%. Like yes. you just have to get yourself there and they're going to talk you through the whole thing. Whereas great? if you're on your own, like you have to be the one to be like, okay, now start your warm up. Now go do this now, you know, yeah. and, and it can be easy to get in your head when you're not being pushed along and going with the crowd. Kind yeah. Of. Or it's easy to just say, okay, well I feel good. I'll just like bike for five minutes rather than do the warm up that right. was programmed and right. go on into the work. So yeah, I can so true relate with that for sure. So now you're not only are you coaching your affiliate members, um, but you also have this team here and you have Josiah who is an individual athlete yeah. competing at the central. So can you tell us what it's been like coaching them throughout this year and then programming for them? Really weird. Yeah. Actually, <laughs> um, I was, I, you know, it's like I was out on the competition floor by myself for all those years. Yep. And, you know, when I felt like resting, I would rest <laughs> and I would have a strategy. Like I'm going to do three, three, three on yep. these muscle ups or whatever. And, you know, everyone's a little bit different. So <laughs> you got to take that into um, consideration and then it's hard to watch. Yeah. Like I know what I would do, but they also know what they need to do and everyone's their own person. And, you know, I probably rested just about as much as they do when <laughs> yeah. they're out there. So that's a little bit different, but, um, as far like these guys are awesome. Mm -hmm. Um, they're really connected. They're all friends. Um, they get along mm -hmm. and there's a mutual respect, um, which, I don't know if I would be able to do it if it was opposite. Mm -hmm. um, so I'm really lucky in that regard. And it's been a lot of fun. Um, they really like, I think I know what I'm doing. Mm -hmm. um, <laughs> and I do know what I'm doing. <laughs> I think you do. <laughs> and uh, they believe that, mm -hmm. which is really cool. So I just tell them what to do and mm -hmm. they do it. Um, Josiah. And that, so the team is, the team is pretty much, you know, they just listen and I yeah. trust that they know what they're doing and mm -hmm. they're working together. Josiah. Um, so I didn't really realize this, but when I had a coach, I mean, I did look at him like, well, what am I supposed to do next? Tell right. me where to go. Tell me what to do. Right. And Josiah is asking that of me. <laughs> and so it's kind of like, you have to be, I mean, I brought a notebook. Um, yeah. I had scheduled, you know, timelines as if I was programming for CrossFit Omaha yeah. and we have a warm up, and we've got a cool down and I've got like, Hey, if he's on at 1245, we're going to do this at 11, mm -hmm. whatever. And, um, yeah, so it's, you got to be very organized and, um, as much as they don't want to eat, I remember being force fed mm -hmm. and, you know, you have to feed them and make sure that they've, they're packed and yeah. hey, let's map out where we're going to do breakfast and let's map out where the whole foods is and yeah. let's map out how far it is to walk to Starbucks and, you know, how long that takes. So there's a lot involved. A lot involved. And I didn't really realize <laughs> it. And thank you, Ben. Thanks, you thank appreciate you. your coach so much more. <laughs> yeah, you and those really, support people. You yeah. really do. It's so true. It's the team involved is huge. Just thinking about how many, just the routine that you get in, like year after year of, you know, my sister would always braid my hair. My parents would always prepare this food for me. Like you just have this routine, but there's yeah. so much that goes into yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. And you talk about support system. It's like the parents are great. You know, Dustin and I can only be in certain places yep. at once. We can't be everywhere at once. And they're great. I mean, we had a huge fundraiser for the team mm -hmm. and Josiah before oh, we came awesome. out, raised some money for them to help cover some of their expenses. Mm -hmm. I mean, you know how expensive it can be to get oh, out yeah. here and stay up in a hotel and get your food and yep. all that stuff. So yeah, it, it's, it's a little different, but it certainly is a lot of fun. And I love knowing like there's a little bit of pressure, but mm -hmm. I, I'd rather that pressure be on me than mm -hmm. Josiah and the team. So yeah, I mean, 
no different than when I was competing. So why not? <laughs> same, same amount same, of stress. Right. Yes. Yeah. A little bit. And I'm tired. Like yeah. I've been on my feet. Oh, I think it's so much more exhausting oh to God. compete and to be, you know, involved in all these things yeah. because there's no downtime. Like at yeah. least I think when you're competing, you get after that event, you get that time to go lie down yeah. and close your eyes and like yeah. zone Chill. out a little bit. Yeah. 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 And it's funny because Josiah wants to watch the action and I keep telling him, I'm like, okay, you don't know don't. how draining yeah. it is out here just to hear the noise and to see the lights right. and to be on the bleachers. Like he's definitely not used to that, especially mm-hmm. I told you he works at Union Pacific. Mm-hmm. So his hours are really odd right now. Mm-hmm. He's got Tuesday and Wednesdays off and he okay. works like two to 10 PM. Wow. So we've tried to like figure out his sleep cycle and mm-hmm. his nutrition. And I've only had him since October. And I mean, he is kicking it i mean it's awesome like this that dude so knows how awesome. to work Typical first time at regionals second second, second okay but second first time, time with me first okay. time with me yeah but to have that um ability to mm-hmm. like you know turn it off and turn it back on and you know keep coming back and you know doing what he needs to do at odd hours yeah. um it's been really awesome and it's i so think exciting. he's far exceeding my he's far exceeding my yeah. expectations and i think his expectations and so we're just out here having a really good time that's so awesome yeah it is cool it is cool um but you know it's those little things that if i can just get him to buy in a little bit more like hey why don't you do just go go grab one of them reebok chairs and lounge right. away i caught him sleeping yesterday i was like yes there okay, you go here we He'll, go you yeah. learn eventually like exactly I think, you know you go through it enough times that you learn exactly. what's best for you but But I feel like that knowledge is so important. Like you remember like the little things that you wish you would have done that you learn every year. It's like, Oh, why didn't I do that last year? You know, and you just kind of learn as you go. And I mean, finally three years in, I had it, you know? So it's like, I know what you need to do. Just trust a little bit. And And for you to be able to bring those athletes up to speed so much quicker with your experience and years of wisdom. And it's really cool. Yeah. So we'll see. And it's cool to see you too, as a female coach, coaching a male athlete. It's like we, you know, we're talking about this with Michelle Tanra and um, Patrick Fellner, which is just such a cool thing to see in our community. Because there's, first of all, so few female coaches at the elite level. Yeah. And then to also be coaching a male athlete and have that mutual respect is just so great. And I think it just says a lot about our community and our sport. Yeah. And I'm not going to lie, like I have connections you know, to Ben Smith mm-hmm. and to Alex Smith mm-hmm. and to Emily Bridgers and to yeah. Becca and to other games athletes, yeah. Scott Pancheck, um, that, you know, when we were preparing Josiah, um, and even just with workouts, you know, yeah. in general, like, Hey, where would you see yourself finishing this at? Yeah. Or, um, uh, do you think this is a good idea or whatever? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I have that outreach, which is really nice. That's great. Yeah. So Josiah definitely that utilized that, which was <laughs> awesome and gave him a little bit of confidence too. you know, like, Hey, you're not the only one struggling at this. Right. I think I was on a really serious chain with Alex Smith beforehand. <laughs> he's going to, um, he's going to crush event five, I'm but so excited. <laughs> yeah, he, he was a, you know, of course I, Dave had posted me doing that workout yeah. and I was doing the box step overs like laterally. Okay. And he just was really struggling with that. And so he texted me and he's like, is that the way to go? And I was just like, you know, um, you kind of have to feel it out, play it out. But um, Josiah was actually stepping forward. And I, you know, I told him, you know, that's the way I would have done it. Mm -hmm. But, you know, it might be different for you. And so, um, yeah, he tried it and he's like, I think it's just better for me to just step forward and back. And I was just like, then there There you you go. go. Yeah. (laughs) So I think everyone's different in that regard, but having Mm -hmm. that outreach, like, Hey, yeah, Alex Smith is going to step forward and back too. like, for sure. Yeah. Do what you need to do. It's so helpful. And it's great to see. I mean, it's not only, 
you know, you as a coach reaching out, but athletes having those people, like, I think we all had those people maybe in different regions that we would reach out to and compare strategies yeah. or, you know, how did this equipment feel or yeah. different things like that beforehand that, you know, you're all supporting each other and yes. you can because you're in different regions. And so yes. it's okay. Yeah. We always had, um, Gosh, I always had someone test my workouts for me. Mm-hmm. Um, and I always ask Emily, like, hey, Emily, did Sonia do this? Like, <laughs> what did she do? Yeah. And, you know, <laughs> Emily would have somebody test. And I think everyone, I don't know if your husband did it all, but Dust, looking back, that's one thing that Dustin's like, yeah. why didn't I ever test the workouts for <laughs> yeah, you? I was like, Danny never did either. Okay. But we're so different. Like, I know. He's good at things that I'm not good at, yeah. vice versa. So I don't know. No, you're right. You're but, right. You know, it would have been nice. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I know, right? I know. Hey, just sure. rely on a few other people, but sure. yeah. That's yeah. Great. So that, yeah, it's a lot of fun. It's a lot of fun. And I'm stoked to have those guys out there and yeah, just I out there. So any other hobbies that you have picked up or that you're getting back into, like playing piano I or know, anything actually, else? <laughs> that's probably the only one I have been yeah. able to read a lot more, oh, which nice. has been really nice. Anything yeah. good lately that you'd recommend? Actually, I've been, um, so I had a coach just take the flexibility seminar. Oh, okay. Um, so I'm early into that, but Bosman looks really good doing it. <laughs> I'm not surprised in the least <laughs> bit, but I know <laughs> it's cool. To so see. I just have literally been going back through. I, my goal is to get my L3 soon. Okay. I've been saying that. And then I need to get on precision nutrition. Mm-hmm. So I've been looking into just, you know, how to do that, where to get started. Yep. And it's never a bad idea to just go back, especially as a gym owner, just to read the level one seminar. Yep. Um, so flexibility, um, level one, a few other books. Mm-hmm. Um, and then when I need some serious brain stimulation, yeah, I play the piano at home, but That's so awesome. Yeah. I love that, that video that it was Dustin that made it. That right? was, yeah. He and a guy named AJ, AJ Hadley. Okay. Yeah. A friend of ours. So I'll link to that in the yeah. notes because it's such a good one. It's beauty beyond strength. Yeah. yeah you can you Stacey Tovar with the many hidden talents. Yeah. <laughs> I know. Nobody knew. And I was I like, know. what? Nobody knows. But so my mom, um, played the guitar. She's a really good singer and okay. my brother got her talent I guess so did I but um yeah he's a guitar player I think he knows how to dabble on the piano a little bit mm-hmm. and he's a really good singer um and yeah so there's some music talent music I guess in, in our family, family. Oh, yeah do you play any instruments no. did you no I did okay. I mean I played piano when I was Growing younger up, for yeah. a couple of years yeah. but not much musical talent. Yeah. Not at all. And when did you get started doing gymnastics again? Um I actually got started kind of late I think it was in like third or fourth grade oh, and when that's I started late? yeah oh, okay. like I don't know it, it seemed late for yeah. me like most yeah you know I was older than most other kids and then I eventually caught up later on but um I always when did you know you it. were really good at it honestly I think the first after the first like year or two then I got into like the team program yeah so then it was you know I knew at least I was decent at it yeah. and then I kind of I don't know I guess after a couple of years, I was probably in middle school when I had. So you advanced up the levels up, really yeah. quick or something. Yeah. And then basically I stopped doing club gymnastics after like eighth grade and I just did high school and high schools in Michigan was a lot more kind of relaxed, but I still was able to get advanced some of my skills mm-hmm. and, um, had a lot of success with that. So cool. I enjoyed that. That was my first kind of team experience yeah. where it was, you know, you got to experience being on a high school team and, the camaraderie and all that stuff. So yeah, neat. Yeah, so I love it was a that. Lot of fun. Well, first, can you 
give us, since we're kind of talking about your life right now, do you have a typical day in the life or like a daily routine that you go through that you can, Yeah. and I then do. how is that different? I mean, you kind of went through before, but how's that different from what it was last yeah, year? Yeah. Um, so Dustin and I now, we, we divide the day in half. So okay. on certain days I go in on the morning and then I leave early afternoon and then Dustin will come in and then he'll okay. end up closing with some of our coaches. So we have three full-time coaches we just hired our third so a lot of the day is covered so a lot of the times when Dustin and I are there um, we can just get work done Mm -hmm. or I think more importantly we can get our work done at home and Mm -hmm. then love on our people and be around the community a little bit um, so on Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, I go in early. Okay. Um, and Which I usually, is what, like five, uh, six? Actually, I get there around seven. <laughs> okay, seven um, But good. I'm up around five. Okay. I'm up around five. <laughs> like you never know these days. I know. How early the classes start. Yeah. Yeah. We do have a 5 a.m. Okay. Uh, we have a 5 a.m. and a, yes. Okay. But I'm there at seven and then um, I'm there until Dustin usually comes in sometimes later. Sometimes it ends up being a really late day. But mm-hmm. on those days, I like to work out either at 9 a.m. or noon. Okay. Um, and I love those two classes. Yeah. So. Um, and then I leave and Dustin comes in and yeah, I go home and I work the rest of the day and just kind of like catch up on things. Mm -hmm. Um, if I'm ahead of the game, um, I usually will stay a little bit longer and catch some of my afternoon people and just kind of like hang around or whatever. I mean, it's, there's a lot of time. It's kind of a time suck, but it's a good time suck being in the gym. Um, and so, yeah, I can get sucked in really easily and end up being there really long, but it's not like I'm working, you know, Mm -hmm. I'm just being present. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, and then on Tuesday and Thursday, I do the opposite. I go in late in the afternoon and then I'm there, um, a little bit later. So I get to see a little bit of my morning coach, Mm -hmm. a little bit of my midday and then my afternoon Mm -hmm. every day of the week on Thursdays. I usually work from home all day. So that's when I build the system behind the scenes. Mm -hmm. I build any announcements that we need to make, or I help, you know, Mm -hmm. do whatever. Um, and I just go to town on those days Mm -hmm. and I'm usually always a month ahead. So if I were to have a something I need to do or a training trip or Mm -hmm. a a trip that pops up out of nowhere. I know that I'm prepared a little bit so I can afford to maybe lose a week of time. Mm -hmm. So that's one thing I learned when I was training to compete and also owning the gym. It was like, okay, I've knowing that I had to prepare for Mm -hmm. regionals or the games, like I wanted to have all that built. So that way I could just solely focus and you know, on nothing but getting ready for those competitions. Right. So kind of stuck with me, which has been awesome. So yeah. So prepared. I so know. Prepared. Yeah. Um, you mentioned earlier that being an affiliate owner is so much harder than you expected. Yes. Why do you say that? It is a lot of time. Yeah. Um, and when you care a lot about all your people, mm-hmm. um, it's, you get really involved and, um, yeah, you just, you just want to make sure everything goes right and that you're doing everything right. So, mm-hmm. Um, when you have every hour of every single day, um, and a class going on and all those hours, you know, the barrier of entry is kind of hard, Mm -hmm. especially when you have, we, we cut our classes off at 22 people, but Mm -hmm. of course we'll never turn anyone down. Um, and for a while there we had to have two coaches in one class, one to assist and then one Mm -hmm. to lead. Um, but then we just kind of figured out a better flow and, Um, I was around and Dustin was around and we could just be there. Um, But I would say when you pour your heart and soul into something and you care so deeply about the success of it Mm -hmm. and then um, you pair that with Dustin and I, we're we're perfectionists Mm -hmm. um, and we want it to be clean and we want it to be organized and it better be ran on time and it better be the best hour of everyone's day. Like you have really high expectations. Yeah. Um, And so 
you want that. Mm -hmm. And in order to, to have that, you kind of have to be present. So it's not like having a husband as a business owner, it's literally all we do. (laughs) It's all we think about. And, um, whereas before when we weren't owning the gym, I mean, I cared about it. Mm -hmm. I really cared about it. Um, but I wasn't nearly as involved. And then when we owned it and I was still training, knowing what Mm -hmm. Dustin was doing, um, every day, like just so I could do my thing and what my coaches were doing every day, just so I could do my thing and what my, my community was doing, um, in support of me. Like we talked about being selfish, Mm -hmm. like, Oh man, you know, that just, it blows my mind. Mm -hmm. Um, and so, yeah, I'm heavily invested and I want things to just be done really well. And I want the quality of life of everyone to improve. And Mm -hmm. it's my responsibility to do that and program and coach and lead my coaches Mm -hmm. to, to make that happen. So there's a lot of work. Yeah. It's kind of, it can be never ending. There's a, you know, those infinite ways that you can keep getting better, but you know, how do you, how do you decide when, when to take break or when to say, okay, that's enough for today. Or we need to, you know, we, we've been doing this, and not talking about anything else. Like how do you and Dustin make sure you get some yeah. time away? So I think last fall we made a commitment. Um, it might've been a new year's resolution mm-hmm. or something, but we said, okay, we're going to go out to dinner one night a week and mm-hmm. it's going to be Saturday night. Mm-hmm. Um, we like to go to church on Saturday night. So, okay. and, and we are, we're there Saturday mornings yeah. when we have morning classes mm-hmm. and stuff. So, Sundays are our off day. Mm-hmm. And um, so we're like, we're going to go to dinner Saturday night. And the rule is, is you, you cannot talk about work. Right. That literally lasted two weekends. Yeah, what else would you yeah. talk about? <laughs> <laughs> you just sit there in silence. Well, when I know, right? And then, um, you know, we, we got into this commercial real estate and then we're outgrowing the space. And it's just like things just, you know, yeah. things are moving quickly. And so we've got to make action. So yeah, that lasted two weeks and then <laughs> we talked about every, everything work. Yeah. Um, but you just, you kind of know, especially when it's your spouse, like, mm-hmm. Hey, why don't you take a day off or why don't you like go out with the boys or something like yeah. that? You need some time away. Mm-hmm. And we're really honest and open with each other. Like, okay, I just need to a day away. Like, can yeah. you man it for a day? And mm-hmm. I'm just going to like chill and yeah. do my thing or I need a massage or whatever. Mm-hmm. So you just kind of know when one is stressed out or when one needs a break. Mm-hmm. But I tell you what, Julie, we haven't had an actual vacation that, and people think when we go on these CrossFit trips, right. they're vacation. Right, right, right. No, you're on someone else's itinerary, yeah. someone else's agenda. You're always on the go. Yeah. Your day is full. Right. Your day it's is fun. Full. It's amazing, it's so fun. but it's very different from a true vacation. So fun. Yeah. So our last vacation, 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 yeah. which actually he won when he was working at State Farm no was way. in 2014 when I didn't qualify for the games. Wow. So it's been that long. That long. Every other trip that we've taken has been, yeah, with, you somehow know, work, a, related. A work related. Yeah, exactly. Wow. So it's so probably do you have time for plans? a break. Yeah. <laughs> because let me tell you, <laughs> I was in the same boat where I didn't take a vacation until I was like done competing. And then I was back on a school schedule. So then we yeah. have like actual like spring break and like yeah. a winter break. And I think the first, that first year, our spring break ended up being our honeymoon. And I was like, this is awesome. Yeah. Like everyone needs to go on vacation. So we did this year. We again went on just like a five day trip to the Caribbean and yeah. it was like amazing. Yeah. Now I'm like, why, why did it take not, so Yeah. Why was I not doing this? It doesn't have to be anywhere yeah. fancy, but just yeah. truly getting away, like leaving your phone, not 
plugging into your email, like just spending time with your spouse or whoever and like deconnect, disconnect (laughs) from the rest of the world. It's so refreshing. Yes. So I think we're going to, well, we were going to take something early June and then I had a coach take a trip to Colorado Mm -hmm. and ask for some PTOs. And then I got asked to do another trip um, with the sponsor. Mm -hmm. So it just wasn't right timing. So that's fine. I think we're we're definitely when we go back to Hawaii for the ultimate Hawaiian mm. trailer in this September, um, we're going to just stay. Oh, that's yeah. Great. Which is great. Cause when you go out that way, it's already a might weird as well, yeah, enjoy <laughs> yeah, that. time change. So yeah, I think we're going to go and we're going to spend a significant amount of time there. That's so, awesome. Yeah. Oh, I'm, I'm really so excited, excited for, for that. Yeah. So, oh, so good. it'll be good. It'll be a nice vacation awesome. and we're going to support a wonderful cause and do the event. So mm-hmm. get some fitness on and then enjoy the Island. Yeah. So it'll be exciting. Yeah. Okay. Um, We're getting close to wrapping up, but I, I have to at least bring this up because I think most people know you and your background is like growing up on a farm, um, lots of volleyball, being great at volleyball in college. Um, But you made a post, I don't know how long ago it was now about your, how you used to be more of the life of the party. (laughs) And I just have to ask about it because when we've talked about it in the past, some surprising things have come out <laughs> that I was shocked. You did about. not know. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I was. Yeah. Um, I, um, I can probably tell the world, I guess. Yeah. yeah. I, I think it's, I think it will help a lot of people actually. Probably. Yeah. Um, I used to smoke some cigarettes, mm-hmm. um, not just like one or two or when I was drinking, but I, I, yeah, I smoked and that's really disgusting for me to say and talk about, but I drank heavily um, as well. I definitely liked to party. Um, it was a weird time in my life when I had graduated college, and mm-hmm. I, um, I love. I always knew fitness was my passion, mm-hmm. and I love. I mean, I played volleyball in college. Yeah. Um, I loved it, and I was transitioning between like, is this really wanna, what I want to do, or do I want to do something else? Mm-hmm. And I thought I was like, no, like you'd want to do something else, and it just was not healthy. Yeah, and I wasn't in a healthy relationship at the time, and then. Um, I flipped all that around and I found CrossFit and I married Dustin and it was in 2000. I was, I was still, I was partying a little bit too much and I was definitely still smoking. Mm -hmm. Um, but I had gone to the games in 2009 and Mm -hmm. I just was like, this is really fun. Like Mm -hmm. I like this I'm going to try and do it again. So I had found a goal, something to seek and accomplish and I made it to the CrossFit games in 2010 and it was after, I remember the very last event when you, um, we were doing the burpees over the wall yes. kind of thing oh, or whatever, right before the rope event. climb. Yeah. yeah. And I remember just having this feeling like I looked up in the stands and there was hardly anybody there at the right. time, but like I was like, this is, yeah, yeah, I was like, this is going to be something special. Like I really enjoyed myself mm-hmm. and I feel like this is going to go somewhere. Mm-hmm. And I just quit everything cold turkey. And I just like started to, I participated in a nutrition challenge at the gym. Mm -hmm. And um, that was kind of the start of it all. And don't get me wrong. Like I still like to have a good time. But, um, and cut loose definitely and be myself. But it's definitely not the way that the old Stacey was. And um, I think it's one of the reasons why I've had so much success. Mm -hmm. And um, when you have that athletic background and you pair it with, the right foods like mm-hmm. it's just you're it's a, so powerful oh my gosh it's just waiting for something yeah. to explode and blossom and I feel like like any athlete mm-hmm. um yeah it's just a it's just a matter of time before they really shine yeah and uh, their true athleticism 
um, just kind of takes off. So I always think about like, man, had I done that, like back when I was in high school, even like I would have been a phenomenal athlete. It's so true. I remember going back even like when I was in college, I went back a couple of times and tried to play around in the gymnastics gym and everything was so much easier because I was so much stronger and just having that foundation, whatever sport you play, that GPP and the, you know, nutrition dialed in all those things makes such a difference. So it's so cool to see kids now doing it and, you know, using it for their off season training and being a lot more aware of all these different factors. Right. And it's just a matter of, you know, the legacy, like you start the family, the family's going to pass it on to the kids and the kids are going to pass it on to their kids. And it's just a waterfall effect, a beautiful Mm -hmm. waterfall effect. It may take a generation, but we are right. Yes. CrossFit (laughs) is changing the world. (laughs) One step at a time. I would agree. I would agree. And it's so cool to hear you um, share that because for one, I think it's amazing that you qualified and competed in 2009 <laughs> and 10 know. while you were still smoking. How much were you smoking at that time? Oh, a pack a day. That's probably incredible because the rest of us I were dying without, without smoking. Oh, and, I'm so um, embarrassed, you guys. No, this is it's so think embarrassing. About, I bet you there's a lot of people who are going to send me an email after they listen to this oh and say, God. you know what? I've been crossfitting and smoking and... Now I'm going to quit. My life. <laughs> yeah. And you definitely should. Yeah. Your Cause there's probably a lot of capacity. people who still do and they're just too embarrassed yeah. to talk about yeah, it. Yeah. I'm sure I was definitely embarrassed. I yeah. was really embarrassed, Yeah, but it, yeah. And if you do it, just, just quit, just quit. And you're, I mean, I had a, definitely a few setbacks, especially when I was drinking, yeah. but it wasn't the same. And eventually the, even the smell mm-hmm. and the taste that you, it leaves on your tongue and, and eventually it just becomes like, ew, like, mm-hmm. I can't believe I was doing that, you mm-hmm. know? Um, and then you're going to just feel so much better. So yeah. yeah, if I can inspire anyone to, to quit or talk to somebody and then have someone hold you accountable, like I had Dustin okay. and he was never like, Stacey, I really think you need to quit. Like mm-hmm. he just was like, really? Like you're going to go and buy another pack or mm-hmm. whatever. And he would just say little things like that, that I think about now that it was like, a uh, what's the word I'm trying to say? Like he was just guiding you or kind of, but saying, saying things in a roundabout way that he was trying to get me to quit, but yeah. he didn't ever say like, I think you should quit. Yeah. You know, just um, the power of suggestion. <laughs> yeah, exactly. A little persuasion. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah. And then of course, like the more I got involved with CrossFit and the people, and then the more that I saw like, this is about health. Like this isn't like just, you know, like some flag football team and college anymore. Like this is a big deal. And I think that this is going to become something really big, which is what I saw in 2010. And then I was like, yeah, I don't think any other athlete out here is like, you know, (laughs) sipping on some vodka and like smoking cigarettes between events. So that kind of helped too. But certainly um, our peers help to hold us accountable. Yes. Yeah. I hope I do inspire someone for sure. But I'm still embarrassed. No matter what habit it is. I mean, there's all, all of us have certain habits that maybe have a negative impact on our health that we're trying to change. Absolutely. There's no time like the present. There you go. Um, Speaking of that, I want to just close with three questions I ask everyone. So first one is three things that you do on a regular basis that have the biggest positive impact on your health. I, right now, um, I usually try and find a nutrition challenge of some sort to participate okay. in. So I'm doing like the at all times or like a certain number every of times time, a whether it's something me personally or not. So okay. like at the beginning of the year, I was like, okay, I have to eat five different colored vegetables a day. Okay. And then I jumped into a 54 day nutrition challenge in CrossFit Omaha. Okay. And then I gave up heavy whipping cream in my coffee. Wow. And then <laughs> I now I'm doing the 800 gram challenge and I've given up, um, okay, not given up, but 
I have to eat 80 grams of fruits and vegetables. Okay. Um, and so I found that I've really cut back on white rice mm-hmm. and a little bit less on my potato intake and more on getting a lot more variety. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm having huge success with that. That's and awesome. so I'm, I'm working on banking almost half of my 800 grams just at breakfast That's and who doesn't huge. love fruit yes. so like i just go to town and i feel amazing yeah and then it's vegetables and color and the rest of the day and it's actually Beautiful. easy to get an extra 400 grams so a nutrition challenge yeah. or focus on my nutrition okay. i definitely have to work out every single day mm-hmm. and i've got to kiss my dog every day <laughs> that helps and my so husband much. i guess but yes <laughs> he's okay too, but yeah. <laughs> uh, that's one thing we've been talking about too is getting a dog that's our one of our oh. stepping stones to get to the baby discussion. yes actually it was ours too yeah so this was years five years ago yeah. now but it, well, you're gonna wonder like how we never had a dog yeah. before <laughs> i would encourage it i would encourage it they'll That's make awesome. your day and just for people listening can you just explain what the 800 gram challenge is or how it came about yeah so the 800 gram challenge is actually a challenge that ec sinkowski mm-hmm. um who is a f- i don't know if she still is a flow master or she's no i think she's stepped away from that okay. she's living in boulder okay. and she has her own um sort of nutrition optimized me yeah. nutrition then yeah. there you go so she's dabbling in that and mm-hmm. super successful um and she's outreaching now to affiliates to participate um, and she builds the program. You just purchase it from her and they use SugarWad and okay. it's just a platform, um, a virtual platform where she can, she's really good at it. Like she's very she's involved, very talented, yeah, very talented, super smart. I think I remember EC talking about nutrition oh, yeah. back when I first started. I remember like, the videos of her talking about like omega threes and omega sixes yeah, and all she, this. Yeah. yeah. And so she just brings a lot of wealth and knowledge. And yeah. I knew as soon as I heard about her doing this, I was like, I'm in mm-hmm. and it sold out right away. So we're wow. lucky that we're one of the first to get in, but um, you have to eat 800 grams of fruits and vegetables and they can't be dried. They, she actually accepted canned. Okay. Um, and there's some stipulations like you can't have quinoa, peanuts don't count, mm-hmm. nuts don't count, things so like things that. with color, basically. Yeah, yeah, and you earn points every day. Mm-hmm. Um, so you also, I'm losing points because I'm here. You uh. have to work out at your facility, but there's a way to get bonus points based off of the bonus point of the week or perhaps the day. So like you have to eat a leafy green of some sort and you have to eat at least 50 grams of that. Mm -hmm. And then you get a bonus point and it changes all the time. Oh, cool. And then, yeah, there's a, there's a whiteboard and a leaderboard Mm -hmm. and you get to connect with people and you get to see what other people are also eating and logging. You hear from EC, Mm -hmm. she checks in all the time. You can give little fist bumps to people. Yeah. And as, um, I'm one of the behind the scene coaches for Mm -hmm. my gym. So I get to see, how all your members are doing. Yes. And, oh, that's yeah. so cool. And um, see a little bit of the trends there. So, and you can eat, if you don't like vegetables, the cool thing is, is that you can eat fruits all day mm. as long as you get diversity and there's a certain amount of things you have to eat mm-hmm. to get the diversity points. But okay. you could have all 800 grams consist of fruits wow. and still count your, uh, you got your 800 grams. So yeah, we have, um, I'm so proud of a gal in my gym. She's pregnant. She just found out she's pregnant mm-hmm. and they struggle with getting vegetables. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, Hey, if this is a way to hold you accountable to get fruits and the nutrients yeah. and the phytochemicals for your baby, then yeah. let's do this. And she's having huge success. That's so so awesome. it's awesome. Yeah. EC's doing a really good thing. That's and great. I'm so proud that CrossFit Omaha is part of it. Yeah. yeah. Thanks EC. So cool. All right. What about one thing that you are working on or that you think would have a big impact on your health, but you struggle with? Ooh, oh gosh, I kind of talked about that. One thing I'm struggling with, um, I'm not really struggling with anything at all. I'm just kind of curious to know. So we're one week into this challenge. We're almost two weeks. It's a four week challenge. Okay. 
Um, I'm actually feeling a lot better without rice. Mm. Um, and I'm okay with not eating as mm-hmm. many potatoes. Um, that's been a little bit different. Mm-hmm. I know when I was training more often, that definitely needed to be a part of my right. diet. But I'm loving the fact that I have to get 800 grams. And I feel like I've been doing that. So mm-hmm. I've kind of been personally challenging me to get closer to 1,000. Yeah. But that diversity um, and just having someone else hold myself accountable. Like when I put nutrition challenges on a, on the gym and, and um, I'm participating, um, it's... Mm-hmm. It's good. It's great. Yeah. Um, but I, I have to hold myself accountable. Right. Whereas if I have EC breathing down my neck, right. you know, someone it's not else, just you. Yeah. it's not just me, it's someone else. And so that's been a really fun, that's been really fun. But I think that's one thing that I'm struggling with is just, yeah, trying to mm-hmm. accomplish all of that and lead by example. And I think the more that you participate in those things, the more you can relate to people yeah. long-term and like, you know, I always feel like everything happens for a reason, you know, whether it was a shoulder injury or calf injury, like mm-hmm. you can totally help someone yep. the next time you have that or you run into that or you see something, you know. Yeah. So I'm just trying to get my hands into everything. So true. It's all just one big learning experience. Yeah. All right. Last question is what does a healthy life look like to you? Oh man. Um, I think a healthy life is having a successful gym. Mm -hmm. Um, there's a couple goals within that. I would love, I would love to partner long-term with quality living incorporated, Mm -hmm. um, and just start connecting with the rest of Omaha, Mm -hmm. um, and help spread the word of, you know, health and Mm -hmm. quality of life. Um, the way that I see it, um, (laughs) having a family, Mm -hmm. um, would be the icing on the cake. And, uh, I think, a healthy life means a marriage that we can maybe take a vacation (laughs) 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 and just, uh, be on the same, not that we aren't, but being on the same page Mm -hmm. and the same wave, um, every single day and knowing that each of us are happy Mm -hmm. with what we're doing. And I think if you're happy, you're automatically going to be healthy. Mm -hmm. Um, and I think, at the end of the day, like that's all I really need mm-hmm. is my faith, my faith, mm-hmm. I guess I should say too, my, my family, um, and a, su- a happy, successful life. I know I love what I'm doing. Um, it's just making it what I want it to be. And I think, yeah, the sky's the limit there. That's great. It's great to see you continuing to make it into something really great. And I'm so happy to see you here and smiling and so happy about your decision and all these amazing transitions that are happening thank you thank you again for having me me. yeah (laughs) yeah we even got a couple questions about you in there which is great yeah (laughs) (laughs) all right thanks stacy you're welcome thanks again Hey guys, thanks so much for tuning into this episode. Stacy is such an incredible inspiration to me and it was so great for the two of us to be able to catch up and compare notes because in so many ways, we're in very similar stages in life right now. But we want to hear about some of your stories in your life transitions. When did you know it was time to shift priorities in your own life? Or did you ever kick a habit like smoking, like Stacy shared today? I know that she would love to hear from you. Share your story with us on social media by tagging each of our handles and hashtag pursuing health. To make sure you never miss an episode and to receive exclusive content from me, head to my website, juliefouché.com and subscribe to my email list. If you like what you heard, don't forget to subscribe and consider giving the podcast a five-star rating on iTunes. Also, don't forget to share your stories. If you or someone you know has used lifestyle to overcome a serious health challenge, please send me an email at info at juliefouché.com. 
I'll choose some of these inspiring stories to share here on future episodes. Don't forget you can train with me through Beyond the Whiteboard by visiting trainwithjuliefouché.com. Thank you again so much for listening, and I'll catch you next time on Pursuing Health. This episode is brought to you by Mobility Wad. Do you struggle to get into good positions in your training and workouts? Are your movement compensations causing you undue pain and grief? MWAD's belief is that every human being should be able to perform basic maintenance on themselves. For nearly 10 years, Mobility Wad has been the go-to for the world's best athletes and teams. Do you know what hundreds of Olympic and world-class athletes, professional teams in the NFL, MLB, basketball, hockey, rugby, and soccer, and dozens of universities all have in common? They use Mobility Wad to train and compete at their best. I first took Dr. Kelly Surratt's movement and mobility course in 2013, and since then have read his books and followed his videos for ideas on how to address my own movement restrictions. But sometimes having all this information can become overwhelming, which is why I think the real genius is in the MWOD subscription. As part of this subscription, you have access to not only hundreds of hours of video content that can be filtered based on your specific questions, but also a daily 10-minute mobility wad video. You just log in and follow Kelly's instructions as if he is there coaching you in person for 10 minutes per day. You may pick up certain exercises that you wish to incorporate on a regular basis before or after your workouts. But at the very least, by following this daily program, you know you are addressing a wide range of movement patterns and body parts on a regular basis without having to think about it. I often do these sessions first thing in the morning or before bed as a way to wind down from the day. In addition, you have access to an on-ramp sequence and a 14-day mobility challenge that helps you understand the basics and identify the areas you personally need to focus on. You can lean on the MWOD community and discussion boards to learn from others who have been through similar situations or injuries. And if you need more personalized help, you can use the MWOD list to find a like-minded practitioner in your area. It's easy to become part of the Mobility Wad community, but for being a Pursuing Health listener, you can receive 20% off an annual membership with code Julie Fouché. That's J-U-L-I-E-F-O-U-C-H-E-R. Just visit www.mobilitywad.com. Full potential, full power. This episode is brought to you by Siete Foods. You know when you meet a group of people who are just so genuine that you can't help but treat them like old friends or family? Well, that's basically how I felt when I met the Garza family, the founders of Siete Foods. Siete is a healthy Mexican-American food brand that makes grain-free and paleo-friendly tortillas and tortilla chips. My husband Danny and his family first met the Garzas at Paleo FX several years ago, and they had an instant connection and have kept in touch ever since. Maybe it's their powerful origin story that makes them so relatable. Veronica Garza was facing a series of major health challenges as a teenager, and her entire family of seven jumped on board to help without hesitation. Together, they adopted a low-inflammation, grain-free diet. As a Mexican-American family living in South Texas, they couldn't imagine living without tortillas, and it wasn't long before Veronica came up with a delicious solution and Siete Foods was born. I've been enjoying their delicious grain-free and paleo-friendly tortillas and tortilla chips for years and finally had the chance to meet the Garzas in person. When I did, they immediately made me feel like a member of the family. Their passion for making the world a healthier place is absolutely contagious, and their generosity spreads to everyone they touch. I'm so excited to have Siete Foods as a sponsor of this episode, and if you're not already a fan of their products, I promise that you will be as soon as you give them a try. 
They've provided an exclusive discount code for Pursuing Health listeners. Just use code JULIE when you check out on sietefoods.com to take advantage of their offer. Again, their website is sietefoods.com, S-I-E-T-E-F-O-O-D-S.com, and you can use code JULIE for 10% off your order. Mm-hmm. 